patience. Seasons, greetings, and a happy new hip replacement from me, DJ Tim, and all at the London Hospital. Santa's sack is bulging, and so we've sent him in for a scan. Ward C has come down with an infectious case of tinselitis, and they're being hosed down to prevent further spreading. Yes, it's that time of year when the days get shorter, yet my shift inexplicably remains the same, meaning I don't see the sun for several months, and that's why I've had a little sun installed in my studio. I have to declare that I'm not feeling the benefit yet, but it does look nice upon the oxygenating fir tree I have in the corner. So let's start off with a festive tune from local band The Borough Baubles with I'm Coming Down Your Chimney and It Burns. Remember the two windowless wards, G and H? And then Ward G got overrun with plants and was renamed the Sleeping Beauty Ward? No? Well... I'm not saying you have to go back and listen, but, you know, just pay more attention in future. Well, it seems that the impenetrably viney ward has some sense of the season, because instead of prickly roses and bramble, red-berried holly and dangling mistletoe join creeping ivy and fiery poinsettia. It would look very pretty if it weren't for the stifled screams from the bedbound. I don't know why they can't just enjoy the change and snatch a kiss under the mistletoe. Only one of them has a saliva-based contagion, and they could make a party game out of discovering who it is. I think I'm going to pop down in my next break, and take some clippings to put on my Aunt Quincy's grave. She's not dead yet, she's just very organised. And now, the morning announcements. Boffo's Coffee requests that patients stop asking for gingerbread lattes. Boffo says he doesn't know what a latte is, but thinks the idea of it being bread with a ginger is perverse. The canteen will be serving a special Christmas Day lunch to anyone who can prove they're actually Christian. They will use the traditional method of dunking, or baptising, to see whether the Christian sinks or floats. If they sink, they're a Christian. If not, they will be burned, as is tradition. Anyone wishing to request the Christmas meal should report to the Aqua Physio Pool at 9am. Other religions have also been considered, but it was too much hassle, so you can have a voucher or something. Atheists, as always, will be contented with nothing. Rudolph the Rabid Reindeer is still on the loose. If you see it, run for your life. 
the London Hospital Choir is looking for a tenor. They say it fell out of their busking hat when they were running away from the rabid reindeer. Oh yes, that reindeer. It's not even from this year, you know. It's been stalking these corridors for two years, presumably living off expired medicine and urine samples. It sounds horrific, but the red nose is so authentic. Last week, we sent an elf in to try and tame it. I say elf. It was Björk. Well, I say Björk. It was an Icelandic person. But she seemed pretty confident that she was going to get paid for it. Of course, she never made it back. So that's money in the bank. I say bank. I of course mean mattress. Rags on the floor. And now, caroling capers with this tune from a local band, The Shepherd's Bush, with You'll Regret This, I Know Where You Live. Patience, I just went down to the Sleeping Beauty ward, and I have to say, apart from the occasional tangled and severed limb, it really does look jolly festive. I snipped a sprig of mistletoe and hanged it above the door of Jean, the head of staff's head in a jar. She'll get quite the surprise when she gets back from her skiing holiday in Canada. Although, what is the etiquette on kissing a head in a jar? Do you kiss the glass or lift the head out and kiss the soggy lips? I'm not sure. And I'm not sure I want to either now, I think about it. Note to self, take down the mistletoe in the next break. Jean was a champion skier in her day, and refused to believe that her recent setback of being decapitated should stop her from performing. She said she might switch to snowboarding, because it's easier to attach one board to a head jar than two skis. And she said using just one ski would look ridiculous. I gave her an early Christmas present for her trip, a woolly hat for the top of her jar. I couldn't actually get the right dimension hat for a large jar, but my Aunt Quincy's tea cosy seemed to do just fine. And Jean didn't notice, because she can't look up. And now a word from our seasonal sponsor, Fractal Pharmaceuticals. Suffering from bloating after that enormous Christmas meal, you fat f***. Worry not, because Fractal Pharmaceuticals brings you a new method to ease intestinal gas without the use of pills. Easy squeezy. Simply strap the easy squeezy belt on and it will begin to constrict in an undulating motion, pushing the excess food through your poo pipe. Relax on the shitter as easy squeezy does the work for you. No more straining or 
reaching up there with a spoon. Everything just gets squeezed out like toothpaste. If you brush your teeth with feces, that is. Easy Squeezy has two settings. Vigorous stroking and softly lube the banana. The Easy Squeezy Pro comes with a built-in polyphonic ringtone of salt and peppers push it or the Dan Busters theme tune. Warning, the Easy Squeezy is actually a boa constrictor wrapped in a sock and should be fed regularly to avoid death of either party. Easy Squeezy. Have a shit. Harry, the social media intern, was down in the lab of Dr. Bollyox this morning. He said he had to do something festive for a feed. I offered Harry a mince pie, but he said I didn't understand, and I left it at that. It was a couple of hours later, someone sent me an email, with a link on it, to a picture of our homeopathic expert, Dr. B. It was all very complicated, patience, all the clicking and pages. Anyway, it was a photo of him wearing pointy ears, and the caption read, Elf professional. Well, patience, I can tell you that I laughed out loud. Because Dr. Bollyox had forgotten to remove a pair of Diamante earrings from the dismembered ears. <laughs> oh, it was a scream. Anyway, Harry has just informed me that it has gone viral. Now let us not throw stones at Harry for creating a new virus. He is, after all, only an intern. To be sure that the virus can't spread any further, IT has informed us that they've wiped all the hospital computers, including all patient data. So if any of you can remember what's wrong with you, or what dosage of what you're on, just let us know. We'll be sending round a list of drugs, so if you can't remember, just order a la carte. The first course is free. And now a look at Christmas past in our regular History of London Hospital series. When the famously poor Tiny Tim was brought into the London Hospital in 1843, he was struggling to walk without a crutch, and his father couldn't afford aquaphysio. But a kind-hearted soul, the reformed Ebenezer Scrooge, paid for an experimental treatment to get the little lamewad walking again. The records say that Tiny had his pins amputated and replaced with enhanced cybernetics. And that's the story of how Charles Dickens got the idea to write Robocop. One last tune, and this time it's a local band by the name of Charing Chris Crossmas with Jingle My Bell. <coughs> Missing Persons News It has been confirmed that the Santa who has been occupying the waiting room all morning, was in fact the missing Mrs. Franks, disguised in beard, 
and fat suit. She has been listening to the desires of our patients as they sat upon her lap, before offering them a gift of what turned out to be surgical gloves. Could anyone who received a gift please return them to the surgeon's lounge? Operations are currently being performed with becondomed fingers. In related news, there are no more free condoms at the sexual health clinic, so please stop doing the sex. Patients, if there's one thing you should take away from this, it's that Mrs. Franks now knows all your desires. What this means for your soul, only time will tell. Staff announcement. This is a staff announcement. Have a wonderful winter time and a happy new year, everybody. Also, the reindeer got into the children's ward. was the night before Christmas, when all through the ward, not a creature was stirring, not even Bjork. The drips were hung by the patients with care, in hopes the ward sister would soon be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of Satan danced in their heads, and porters in their tabards, and Jean in her jar, had just settled down for a long winter's snore, when out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my desk to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to cigarette butts below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear, but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be Saint Nick. More rapid than eagles his courses they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the hospital, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the helipad, the courses they flew, with the sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pouring of each little hoof. As I drew in my hand and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas fell with a bound. He was covered in blood, from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys had broken his back, and he looked like a peddler who'd had too much smack. His eyes 
how they blurred. His dimples were sunken, his cheeks were like roses, his nose like a drunkard's. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a crack pipe he held in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he coughed like a bowlful of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right shit-faced old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know he was almost dead. He spoke not a word and started to fit and filled his stockings with piss and shit and laying his finger aside of his nose he gave one last twitch then deathly froze. The reindeer cared not and started to bristle and away they all flew like the down of a thistle so I'm left with the body I'll hide it out of sight and everyone can have a good Christmas and to all a good night.